Hello, everyone, and welcome to All of the Above, the podcast where we wanted to discuss books, share stories, talk about theology and philosophy of ministry. So we just decided that we're going to do All of the Above. Uh, my name is Jonathan, and it's just me today. Uh, we decided to do things a little bit different. Um, I really wanted to, to press in on Advent um, today. As you know, if you've driven through downtown Greer any time in the last couple weeks, Christmas is coming. And in many ways, it is already here. And now that it's finally after Thanksgiving, uh, we've been permitted by a certain unnamed pastor uh, to listen to Christmas music around the office and discuss all things Christmas. So I'm going to take advantage of that today on the podcast. In the life and calendar of the church, the approach to Christmas means that we enter into the season of Advent. In fact, last Sunday, November 27th, was the first Sunday of Advent. You probably noticed the change in the order of service, lighting of the candles on the Advent wreath, and the new sermon series that we started. But what does this season mean? Where did it come from? What are we supposed to do in this season? And why is there only one pink candle? We're going to take a look at all of these questions to help understand what Advent means and how we can take advantage of this season to both grow in our love and worship of Christ. So let's start by taking a look at the history of the celebration of Advent. Uh, The beginning of Advent is tough to place exactly in history. Um, It most likely started as a part um, of the church's regular liturgy alongside the fixing of Christmas Day on December 25th uh, in about the 4th century A.D. The first written records of Advent occur in the 4th century, but um, by the 5th and 6th century, the records and practices of Advent were a little bit more firm um, in church history. In the church, the Advent series, or excuse me, the Advent season was celebrated in four weeks leading up to Christmas, much like Lent um, was celebrated leading up to Easter. Advent was celebrated leading up to Christmas and culminating in Christmas Day. Uh, Advent comes from the Latin word Adventus, uh, which means arrival or coming. This is the translation from the Greek word parousia, which was used to describe both the first and second second coming of Christ. So similarly, the season of Advent carries with it this dual focus. Traditionally, the church would spend the first two weeks focused on the second coming of Christ and spend time in confession and repentance, while the second two weeks would be spent celebrating the first coming of Christ at Christmas. The Advent wreath uh, was used to mark off each of these weeks as a kind of a countdown. The The candles... Uh, represent hope, peace, joy, and love, respectively, with a center candle, uh, the large white one in the middle, being the Christ candle. The hope and peace and love candles are all purple, uh, and the third pink candle is the joy candle. Um, It's pink both to represent joy as the color of joy, um, but was also traditionally designated uh, as the transition between the first two weeks focused on the second coming of Christ and the final two weeks uh, celebrating the coming of Christ on Christmas. The final candle, uh, the Christ candle, is lit on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day and is representative of Christ dwelling with us. Today's celebration of Advent has kept much of the same feel as it has uh, in the past and has been adapted and changed over the years. You'll see many different churches celebrate Advent differently. But regardless of how it's celebrated, Advent remains the season in which we celebrate the coming of the Messiah, both the first coming in the manger and the second coming in victory. So the question remains for us. What do we do during this season? And while there are countless ways to observe Advent, there are three things I would encourage us to press into this Advent season. Celebration, anticipation, and prayer. First, let's look at celebration. As you know, Christmas, and therefore Advent, are in fact the most wonderful time of the year. They're meant for celebration and singing. And we, as Christians, have so much to celebrate. More than ribbons and presents, we celebrate the fact that Christ came to redeem us and has promised to come again that we may be with him for eternity. 
as a body, we're doing this in a couple ways. Kathy Baker um, has put together an awesome Advent calendar uh, with ways to celebrate Advent each day. Um, if you're interested in getting your hands on this Ridge Kid Parents, you can check your email uh, for an email from Hannah, or Hannah will also have some of the kids check in on Sunday. But we also have several services and events coming up on our calendar. We have services on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Uh, we also have a year-end celebration coming up for members of Ridgewood as well. And in our teaching on Sundays, we're studying the book of 1 John that describes God as a God of light and love, who makes His light and love concrete and evident through the advent of Jesus. Because of this, we as His people can become a people of light and love. So just as we talked about in our previous uh, sermon series on singing, let's sing loudly and celebrate joyfully, for Christ has come. Second, we look forward in anticipation. Uh, this season of Advent is a natural countdown. Now, it's not like the chocolate Advent calendars that you, you probably have or ABC's 25 Days of Christmas. But it's a countdown that culminates in the coming of our Savior. We read verses like Isaiah 9, verses 6 and 7, which says, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace there will be no end, on the throne of David and over his kingdom, to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. This is what we look forward to in anticipation, the coming of Christ. And just as the early celebrations of Advent indicate, while verses like this uh, in Isaiah have been fulfilled in Christ's first coming, we await and look forward to their ultimate fulfillment in the second coming. As we light each candle, may our joy and anticipation grow for the advent of Christ, and may the joy, that joy inspire evangelism and drive us out to proclaim this coming to others. Finally, prayer. Advent is also a time for prayer and reflection. As we look at the second coming of Christ, it makes us very aware of our own sinfulness. And I pray that we use this season as an opportunity to confess sin, repent, and ask the Lord to prepare our hearts. We do this corporately every Sunday, but carry it into your homes and with your families. There are countless awesome resources for guided Advent prayers and Bible studies, and Hannah has even pulled out several of these great Advent resources for kids, and you can find those on the recommended resource page of the website. We encourage you to check these out and others and intentionally use this season for prayer, study, and preparation. I really look forward to celebrating this Advent season with y'all, and I hope this is a time full of joy and hope for you and your family. If you have any questions about Advent or how we celebrate as a church, you can reach out to the pastors. You can find all of their contact information on the website at ridgewoodgreer.com. Happy Advent. Merry Christmas. We look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you.